Hey everybody, the Hair Razor Podcast is back. We are back at full strength. It was a rough week. I don't, I don't week know if we've ever been at full strength. Well, that's the strength that we have. <laughs> Looked a little tough even getting the bush light open today. Oh, but fingernails are brown. Those cuticles look tough. So, yeah, the last time we talked to everyone and almost each other was before the Saturday of the UNI game. Uh, after that, I left. Left overseas, went to Europe, uh, hung out with with or in Rome for a little while, um, and once again, when I'm gone, we have a loss. But we blame Phil. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I didn't even bring back any trinkets. Yeah, no, I know. I'm upset. <laughs> what kind of trinkets were you looking for? Oh, keychains. The, the the funny part is about it is is Jen made me go into about thirty different stores that were the same thing of people from like Persians I would call them who run the same store you know you know like in the mall. It's like Cancun. <laughs> yeah, and so <laughs> so we went into probably about thirty of them, and every time I was like, I need to get Ryan and Eric some trinkets. I came home with no trinkets. I'm sorry, guys. Failed us again, <laughs> Phil. Not only did I fail in the trinkets, uh, I also failed to be around to help SDSU beat USD. So again, I'm, I'm apologizing. It's all right. I tweeted at you. <laughs> I cursed at you. <laughs> the process to watch an SDSU football game in another country on ESPN3, though, is unbelievable you have to get a vpn you have to download something go through a vpn through the united states to get it up but we did get it up i was able to watch still talk about the football game 91 percent of the football game you know how you avoid that phil not leave the country correct you know? <laughs> well but, we appreciate your effort in watching the football game i mean trinkets were obviously trinkets. a little bit too much for you there. trinkets didn't happen but i did watch the football game i had uh, i was up until 1 30 responding to people being super upset about us losing to usd but i don't know at some point it was going to happen and we all knew it was going to happen and when you have four turnovers that's the time it's going to happen hey when you lose your little brother once in 20 years i think that's okay yeah that's right and that's past us now we got phil back we are to whatever full strength is for this group, and it's playoffs. Yeah. At least you brought us that back. Yes, we're going. So the, my it's amazement. Seated football team. Nobody saw that coming. That's exciting. That. Um, so I leave. We leave because we're still in Rome on that Sunday, and you know the show comes out at ten thirty. We go out for supper because it's supper time, and I'm thinking, okay, well, who are we going to play? We're going to play, you know, probably San Diego and then get shipped up to North Dakota State um, and then come back, and my phone connects to the Internet, and it's blowing up with we get another home football playoff game, and we get a week off for Thanksgiving. About as excited as one could be about SDSU football on that day. Well, SDSU, along with how many else in the top, 8 to 10, it, the whole bracket fell apart that day with Montana State killing Montana and all that other stuff. It just kind of laid out for SDSU, luckily, to not have to play this weekend and have a rest week. Well, that's what, I mean, I was I was kind of watching the scores come through before the, the SDSU game going, huh, Montana's going to lose. Somebody else is going to lose. Boy, we win this game. We might end up being even a third seed yet 
because Weber had lost the weekend before to to Montana and got steamrolled by Montana. Um, so when when I was watching it, going, "Wow, if we win this game, we can we can move up," and then we didn't. But the U and I game was, I think, the reason we ended up being a seven seed. Yeah, and you look at you know look at the weather going on. They're predicting that up north. 12 to 15 inches up in North Dakota and stuff like that. So, I mean, if any fans had any chance of going shipped up there, I don't think anybody would make it. Well, the big thing was, of SDSU's losses, USD aside, those were quality-type losses. You lose to a Minnesota team that's, look at them, I mean, this yeah, year. Probably going to the Rose Bowl. Yeah, absolutely. You lose to North Dakota State at yeah. home, a game that you were winning. Everybody else like has to. The Illinois State game, that hurts a little bit. Yeah, USD will just obviously that never hurts. be spoke of again. But yep. So everybody got those losses. So when you look at the record of a four-loss team, those are four quality losses yeah. if, if there's such a thing. I think part of it is also respect factor that uh, FCS has and SDSU has gained um, with being in, you know, we're us and NDSU have been in the playoffs for the past, what, seven, eight years in a row. I mean, having the long, longest playoff streak having gone to the semifinals they know what kind of injuries we've had and what we have coming back so i think they threw us a bone and said show us how good you are and how good your defense is um so that's so a good being point a seven seed is great you i don't think committees are supposed to do this but if you know people are all human and those biases sit in the back of your head can you be sitting there going well if we get that team one more week C.J. Wilson comes back. Pierre Strong comes back. You look at those yeah. factors. That's a different football team in the two weeks from USD. Yeah, and I believe that SDSU is the first four seed or four lost team ever to get a seat. So, yep, that yep. is all something that they you know they they do worry about. And like Eric says, you know they they see the health coming back. They mm-hmm. see what one extra week can do to a football program. And I do believe it was the eighth consecutive. So you have eight, eighth, okay. You yeah. have you have eight years of SDSU being a top eight seed. You know, <laughs> it's hard to say no. And we've talked all year about how NDSU is the top. Then there's this another group of people right below them, and then all of a sudden it kind of just the teams fall off. So I mean. It, well, and I think they also look at what team played NDSU the closest. Us, I mean, ND, I mean by by far, uh, Southern Illinois did, and they probably should have made the playoffs. Who else did, did we lose to? We lost to the Gophers, who are going to, probably to the Big Ten championship game if they get past Wisconsin, and we had them beat. So they they know how good we can be when yep. we're not turning the ball over. So what happens when you have a nice deep team and you're well rounded? You mm-hmm. can lose a lot of players throughout the year with injuries. And the team just bounces back. And it is. Who had the quote? Was it Mikey Daniel with the quote that yes. of the four losses, we being SDSU lost those. They were not beat they, by yeah, the other team. they did team. not beat us. And it allowed the Argus leader to uh, use some of that leftover red paint for the pictures on the front page of the there, Argus for the USD game. There had to be a closet over I there just, just stacked. They just, opened it up like after things are falling down, a ladder tips just, over. And there's just waiting and waiting and waiting. So... I think one of the things that we can take away from the USD loss is obviously SDSU needs to put me on the bus, plane, whatever, and just get me to the game. <laughs> so so if anybody else is listening, I mean, that, that's the reason. I mean, there's a strong correlation. That's the reason that's right there. There's a strong correlation, so get me on the plane. That's right. Don't expect any trinkets, but he'll be there yeah. in, like, in, in person. So 
SJC is going to be prepared for whoever they're going to play on Saturday, December 7th. But, you know, if one thing swings one way or another, we think in San Diego, or do we want to see Northern Iowa again in Brookings? We've seen that movie before. It worked out well the last time. Well, the movie we had a few weeks ago, they had a lot of injuries. Yeah. And now, yeah. now they are going to themselves bring back a totally different looking team than what we saw three weeks ago. Um do I want to see San Diego come up? I mean, it'd be interesting to see. You know, it, we don't get these schools out of conference very much to come up here. We do get some southeastern Louisianas or some uh, beginning of the season games, but San Diego, they're, they're a non-scholarship team. They're a little different, but they are good. They won their first round last year, and yeah. you know they've been to the Fargo <laughs> Dome about as many times as we have in the playoffs. Yeah, they get <laughs> shipped up there, but you know it's also you know there's a reason why. There's not a roof on our stadium. I mean, we can yeah. play that for an advantage. You and I, both these schools, you got a southern school in California plays in warm weather. You have you and I who is, you know, a dome. You know, there is a reason when you get a fan base in the stadium and you're playing outside and it's going to be 26 degrees, maybe some snowflakes fall, and that plays into the game. That, you know, SDSU goes, this is our element. So I don't know yeah. who you want. I mean, do you get a you and I team that's getting a lot of guys back that are healthy? Or do you get a San Diego team that, you know, is the underdog in this game? I think, well, I mean, more than likely it's going to be you and I, which gives me a little bit of fear because the last time, what was it, was it last year or two years ago? Uh, last year we played you and I in the playoffs at home. They beat us They beat us at home on Hobo Day. That was 2017. Came, okay. Lost to two Northern Iowa in, yep. on Hobo um, Day. Then we got revenge in the playoffs. Then 722. Rolled them. So, rolled them, yep. So it's last hard to beat the same yeah. team twice. Yeah. Especially a team that was pretty good. And I mean, we, we blew them out, but part of the reason for blowing them out is because we forced a lot of turnovers in that game. Um, but... You have to play who shows up, you know, who wins this weekend. The first round bye is huge, and, and not having to travel, and whoever comes into the stadium is going to be dealing with elements that they have not had to deal with well, yet and, this year. And on the UNI side, you got to remember, these guys, you have the tape on them. You've played them. Yeah, they're going to throw out wrinkles in the playoff, but so is SGSU. I mean, that just when you don't have to sit there and look at tape, and you can actually go out there and practice and prepare. That does help. San Diego, if they come in, they're going to have to really prepare because that's not something they see all the time. Uh, what just popped in my head, do you think NDSU is finally very excited about the idea of not having to play us in the playoffs? No. I think they wanted us. Okay. I Honestly, I, I think they wanted us. I, I think they savor it. I think they they absolutely let's let's just beat them again and again and kill you till you die from oh, that type I, of. I think it's the other way around. I think they hate hate having to see us one because they're tired of of the same old teams coming up to Fargo, and two, I think in the back of their heads they know at some point, just like with us playing USD, at some point the ball isn't going to roll their way. And a few weird things happen, and suddenly SDSU does beat NDSU in the playoffs. You know, a, well, one in a million. Well, it does. You know, that one does happen. Well, it goes back to the question I think Matt Zimmer put out: Do you would you much rather play them in Frisco or up in there? And it, 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 it's a good debate. Uh, yeah, even though there's some people who say it's not a good debate, I I agree it is a good debate because I mean I see both sides. You know, you have these schools coming out of nowhere, going up to the dome. We're going to be in NDSU. They walk in nineteen thousand. It's eighty degrees in there, and they're like all of a sudden down fourteen nothing. You're like, you're done. 
Yeah. You know, you have these schools like SDSU, you and I, who have been up there, been in that environment. They're a little bit more neutral to it. They, You know, they've been there before. But the thing is, if you want to play them in Frisco, good luck getting tickets. I mean, it's... Yeah, but would I mean what do they have? Eighteen thousand tickets. So I've always been of the mind frame of I would much rather play NDSU in Fargo because if you beat them, you can send all those fans home sad, and there'll be a bunch of tickets that open up. And so you want to hurt their feelings? Yes, I do. <laughs> um, but now I've reached the point of I don't care. I would uh, let's go play them in Frisco because then at least you're in a championship game. You've made a championship game. I think SDSU would still get twenty five. 100 tickets, which is more than 250 that you get up in the Fargo Dome. And yeah, are they going to have more people there? Yep. And if we lose and it's close, oh well, it's still going to help recruiting because we got there. So I've, I have changed my mindset of I would rather play them in Frisco than play them in the Fargo Dome. Well, and it goes to the fact that we're not scared. Mostly because I just really want to go to a championship game. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, and <laughs> I, I want you to as well because we did some stats on the last podcast and you said we're going to Fargo no less than 15 times. So thank yeah, goodness I we're not go going to Fargo. All of our <laughs> listeners got to hammered with the That's Fargo just, game. So, Drink. So do not, uh, do not listen to any sort of my predictions because I did re-listen to the podcast the other day and one of the things I said was there's no way Weber is losing to Montana. That happened. Uh, and that we're going to Fargo, that's not happening. So don't, like, if if you have any hot takes from me, bet the opposite way. Just fast not, forward through a Do Phil's not podcast. take my hot takes. Uh, bet the opposite way. It's still good, though. We need somebody with an opinion and somebody to stand right by it. And be wrong. And be wrong. (laughs) And I hope people want to come out and, and make people wrong again because you mentioned attendance over... 2,500 tickets down in Frisco. Well, at our last playoff game, we had 3,042 people. So all so of them are going. everybody gets Congratulations, you're all going to Frisco. I remember the last time, uh, who, who did we play? Villanova. And Justin Sell actually came to our tent and came into our tent before the game because we were there, as always. And um, that's what we told him is if we make it to the championship game, we are very concerned about getting tickets. And he looked at all of us and said, don't worry. You guys will have tickets. He handed you a business card. I watched it happen. And said, you guys will have tickets. So hopefully that happens again. Hopefully we, I mean, obviously we got to, it's 1-0 every week. So you're saying that if you show up to games, you might get business cards from Justin Sell? (laughs) Yeah. Or Stig might show up on the moped, which he did again last week. Apparently, though, he did not peek the head into the mega tent. But that segues us into the fact we have another home playoff game and... We got the Mega Tent! 2.0. 2.0. It's coming back. I don't know what is going to make it 2.0 other than it's the second time we're doing it. And I sincerely apologize for all you people that were listening on the radio and I blew your eardrums. I actually had a story of a guy listening to the podcast at work and the cubicle uh, mate next to him asked what that loud noise was. It was the Mega Tent. It was Mega Tent. But, follow up on Mega Tent. It was awesome. I was almost like it was a culmination of something I have envisioned for SDSU tailgating. I mean, I literally stood in that tent in awe of. Let's not what be. We're let's at. be real. You had a hanky and you wiped your teeth. I, I think I did. <laughs> You're right because I've always had this vision of you know you've been to an I. I mean, I've been to Iowa football games. I've seen uh, tailgating there. I've seen tailgating at Iowa State. Been to Fargo several times and that's kind of the point i wanted to get to with our tailgate and tailgating at sdsu in general is 
you know, a big tent, a bunch of people having an awesome time, uh, coming together, you know, before a game, you know, and enjoying the pregame tailgate and then being loud in the stadium. But I, was, I just want to bring awesome. up one point, though, Phil. Don't have too many beverages and nominate yourself for a cook-off, Mr. Urban, Mr. Phil. I did not And then not show up to do the cook-off and then have a guy, me, find out 10 a.m. before it, oh, I've got to do a pork loin <laughs> in a cook-off. <laughs> that was Tyler. That was not me. I walked in on that conversation. But you still made a very good pork loin. Yeah, I had and a not even it. not even on your own grill. No, no. I, and we got Mark's I, grill. We I got was a, out of my own element. We had a, yeah, we Ryan's had a first away game with the meat. <laughs> yep. I, was, I was behind a Thumper by an hour, so I had to turn the temp up. I think I won the flavor, but he had some good tender pork. Oh, they were both very, very good. There's and nothing. Then we, and then we had the there other group. Air fryer. Right? We had an air, air fryer. fryer. We had chislick, uh, chicken nuggets, fries. We had a birthday party. There was we, birthday, there was cake, birthday cake, cake and singing. Yep. Yep. And, and then other drinks, um, which may or may not be allowed. But. I don't know, but it was 700 square feet of awesomeness. <laughs> and it was cozy. We had... We had different heaters positioned throughout the tent to make it nice and warm. Yep. Oh boy, it was like literally. I'm, I might be tearing up now. <laughs> Here's your hanky. <laughs> well, Megatet starts at 8 a.m. on December 7th. Remember, it's a one o'clock game. One o'clock game. One o'clock yep. game. So, so Megatet will be up and at its meganess at uh, oh, eight. Are we gonna have to bring shovels? We should bring a snowblower and blow snow out of that area. Yeah, go go Black Friday and start buy one, Phil. I'll put it in the trailer. <laughs> I already own a snowblower. I'll get a new one okay. for the new trailer. One, one for tailgating? Yeah, just one for tailgating. <laughs> I, I I hope we can put it up in the grass. I'm actually a little bit worried. Uh, if they scoop snow and put it right there. Then we'll have a mega pile on a mega tent. There we go. We'll make it work. We'll figure it out. But yeah, mega tent. Back. That, worst case scenario, move over to the other fully structured tent. Take over that corner. We've, if we've done that before. before. That to be canceled. Yeah. <laughs> It wasn't even it canceled, wasn't canceled that day. We just beat them there. That's right. That's right. That was a good day. That was a good day. So, Mega Tent coming back. Playoffs. The playoff games are the most fun games because it's the true diehard fans who show up. And it's just as loud with 3,052. Is that what you said? 3,042 a 3, year ago for the Duquesne beatdown. Yeah, the 3,042 is just as loud as... Sometimes 10,000 because those extra 7,000. And for you guys that are a little nervous about the weather, don't be. Don't <laughs> be. I, I'll, I'll be throwing out some tips to you guys over the course of the next week how yeah. to enjoy a football game in a little cold weather. Make sure you follow us on Twitter um, for those updates on how to stay warm during a football it's game. It's very easy, people. And I'm just going to put one word out there layers. Just stay tuned this week. We'll be what? we'll be throwing some hints out to you. Also, electric vest. I do have that. I know. I've got one after you. Yes, it was money. Yeah, they are money. Nothing worse than the electric vest working a little too hard, and then the back of your coat gets frost on it. <laughs> uh, playoff football. You can't beat it up nope. in Brookings. Can't it's wait. A blast. No. Nope. All right. We absolutely so, can't. So, so we've I guess down from football. We do. Can't leave out basketball. That's indoors. Can guarantee your weather for that. And the weather's been good for the basketball team this past week. Fantastic win over Samford. The men come with a good win over a good... SoCon team. Yep. Yeah, that was... Um, I got to watch some of that. When was that? That was two nights ago? 
That's Wednesday night. night. Wednesday yeah. night. Um, yeah, Noah Friedel, I think, is kind of starting to come into his own. Um, boy, he's just a he's a. What did I read on Twitter? Somebody put it out there really well. Of he's going to be a guy that all the SDSU coaches, fans, and players love, and a guy that everybody else from everybody other team hates. Well, but that's we, okay. That's great because you know what Doug Wilson has been doing so far. I mean, he's already legitimately becoming an MVP candidate for the Summit League. Yes, I mean. When you have that kind of attention and what, the way he plays, Fredell, Winget, and all these guys are going to start building off that. And that's what we were saying. You know, this is an underrated team. They don't know what they're getting, but you watch them, they're gelling and they're playing very good. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, a, it's a solid defensive team yep. that now, once you saw Wednesday night with Fredell hitting those critical three point shots, you start that outside game going, that's just going to open it up for Doug yeah. Wilson down low because I don't want to see. Doug Wilson is not a, a great dribble off the drive. No, not, no, no. not at all. But the, the nice thing is, is it's I mean him him being around the basket and yep. forces other teams to drop in, and it's going to open up those outside shots. So it's a little bit of pick your poison because we have dudes that can knock down baskets. And Brandon Key is you know for having taken a year off and come back. I mean he has really taken over that leadership role and has done a very good job. Of, of leading this basketball team. it's It's been very fun watching this team come together. Yeah, if you're used to SDSU teams of the last four years, this isn't it. <laughs> this is almost the exact opposite. They're going to yeah. work a little bit more inside out and try to push everybody to the inside, like you said. And if those three start dropping, they can be very dangerous. But it's exciting. I think on the dunk meter, I've seen more amazing, like, good top ten plays this year than any other yeah. year would, because they – Go to the ball, and here comes Doug Wilson, right? He just throw it somewhere near the rim. He's going to go up, get it, throw it down. Other than, yeah, maybe Sky Flatten back in the day. Right. Yeah. But, no, that's the way they're coming together. Hendo Hendo is just an awesome coach. And not only is Hendo an awesome coach, he's an awesome guy. And that's that's just what has made this been even more fun, watching how this is all coming together for him to – have to replace 95% of his scoring, and he has found a way, and it's just a lot of fun. Um, while we're recording here, we're also keeping our eye on the, the SDSU Notre Dame women's basketball game. Right now we're up 58-52 with three minutes to go, uh, which brings us to the big win yesterday for them. Yeah, what a great win. It's 21-ranked USF. Uh, yeah. You know, it's amazing. You know, you sit there and watch these first two games, and you're like, okay, you know, Creighton, Drake, yeah, good competition. All of a sudden, when it gets down to stepping up, they come to these challenges where you're going to meet a lot of good schools that you won't find anywhere else. And you do it with one of your seniors back here in South Dakota. Yeah, a big part, you know, a big leader, you know, taking on the bench yeah. right now. And yeah, everybody, I think everybody was a little bit worried as to what happened to Tegan, but apparently she got a concussion in practice from what we've heard um, and wasn't able to make the flight down. So that's unfortunate for her being a senior, look, being able to look forward to going down to Cancun and playing, you know, top competition and being with, with her teammates who, you know, really is kind of her family, you know, second family away from her family, at, you know, back home. But right now, 
against Notre Dame. This this would be, I mean, these are two huge wins. I mean, USD can brag about their win over Drake, uh, but we just beat a, a top 25 team. And you go back-to-back on two ranked teams, and not yeah. just ranked when you think of Notre Dame. That's, that's Yeah, you beat that's Notre Dame in women's basketball. I don't care how, how if Notre Dame is down. You just beat Notre like the one of the blue bloods of women's basketball. And surprisingly, they're doing it without Phil in the in the stadium, so I don't even know and how maybe that's Maybe it, <laughs> it doesn't doesn't correlate We're to not basketball. We're yeah. One of the stats I'm looking at right here that, that just popped up is that the Jacks have 15 offensive rebounds on the game and double Notre Dame's total rebounds, 44 to 22. So that just tells me they're going up and getting those rebounds, and you know Notre Dame has size on them. I think what's going on is Maya Sellen. I mean, from the highlights and uh, watching some of these um, uh, recaps on YouTube, is Maya Sellen is really kind of coming into her own of, and I think AJ has said this is is Maya needs to be the one who takes over basketball games and wins basketball games, and, and she is the one who is is doing that. And so that that's huge because she has those capabilities to be the Macy Miller and replace Macy Miller. So that's so that's big, and her, her being able to do that has been has been. Plus, currently, Burkhart team. leads with 14 points. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so, I mean, they're getting And people. she's a sophomore? Yeah. Yeah, and it, it's almost the same story again trying to replace scoring, just like the men's side. So a good defensive team trying to replace scoring. If you look right now, 17% from behind the three-point line, there's there's going to be your difference. You take this defense and you get somebody that's going to start knocking down threes, whether, you know, whether you know, you know whether you get like, a, well, what do we got, Stapleton? Maybe that person can come in and surprise you with a few three-pointers. You, you know, you'd like to see our other guards get going a little bit. Um Cassigo Jensen, Tylee Irwin started hitting some threes. Yeah. That's going to change this whole operation, but yeah. same type of idea. Yeah, nonetheless, win. You know, right? Yep. That's what it comes down to. Baskets going in the hoop, winning basketball games. That's science. Science. It is science. It's basketball. Yep. Well, that that hot take. You you'll probably be right. I take that basketball. Hot take. <laughs> baskets going in the hoop. We yes. yes. yep. write that down. Oh, yeah, write that down, range. fellas. Oh my! That's what happens when you are still a little bit sleep deprived. A little bit. I've been going to bed lately at eight thirty at night. Welcome to my world, bro. That's normal. <laughs> waking up. Surely you are not looking for sympathy. No, waking from up coming at, back from European from vacation, and you're going to come trinkets, sit here and, and ask not us bring to, us a trinket. Oh, I can't. I'm uh, tired. I can't. Just not getting enough sleep. It's not all about God getting enough sleep. It's about the sleep because I'm up at four thirty. Well, why? Why? Because I'm in bed at eight thirty. Oh no! Just keep your eyes shut. Science. So our flight back from Paris. Um, oh, here we go. They, Hear the music. No, no, no. It was actually a very enjoyable flight because I had a, I had no seat in front of me. I was in economy, and it was a um, it was a three four three configuration. But That's the a good row, defense, right? Yeah, there. good defense. The row in front of me only had two seats, and so there was no seat in front of me, and then nobody sat between me and Jen. Um, but there was a, a dude. I, I'm assuming from. You're assuming France. he's a dude, or well, you're assuming no. where he's from. He was a dude. Don't assume, from, Phil. From France. Okay. We're not going down that road because we could as well. Um, but, yeah, a guy from France. And uh, Jen said to me after we got off the plane, she's like, did you catch a whiff of anything odd on the plane? I said, no, not not really. She goes, I'm pretty sure every time the guy in front of me moved, 
when he was sleeping or whatever. She's like, I caught a weird whiff. And I was like, wow, we are coming back from Paris. This is getting deep. But yeah, (laughs) but I think it just goes to show the, uh, um, what they say about French people is that they do not shower. And I think when they shower, they don't do a very good job because he was a little bit smelly. Oh, well. So so that's, that was the story of the trip. I've never never had the opportunity to take a flight that long, but I got to imagine. Well, it's because you need to get a passport. I got to imagine it's a little, yeah, I can't leave the country. Yeah, Eric, (laughs) it's not that he's not allowed to get a passport. He just chooses not to. I got to imagine that that's got to be a little rank on a plane after you put that many people. I've done the Hawaii flight three times. It starts to smell. That's the smell. When you have to get up in the airport at four in the morning and you're on the flight for about 15 hours... Nobody cares. Yeah. Also, one thing you do not want to hear when you're getting ready to, or when you are on an airplane and then get off the airplane and then get back on the airplane and get off, is one of the people say, this plane is a dead head. That is not something you want to hear when you're trying to go on vacation. Like, like the Grateful Dead food player? <laughs> no. Oh. It, the plane is dead. So that that's what started off our trip, is hearing this is a dead head plane. But we made it, and we're back. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, if you want really good pizza, go to Italy. Because, one, it's invented there, and two, it's phenomenal. Are we sure? I, I thought it was invented in New York. I thought so, too. But they took... Pizza was invented in Naples. Did pizza have to be invented? Yes. Yeah. I guess you got to invent something. Yeah, it was invented in Italy. It's phenomenal. Put it on the poll. Was pizza invented in Italy? <laughs> that is that is the one poll. I don't think we have I any other I thought it was created polls. in New York City, but they brought over uh, ingredients from the homeland. We'll get into that. No. We'll, ha- we'll, ha- we'll have a poll for you next Also, week. yeah, we saw dead people in Pompeii. And that's how not, you... Not on the streets of Rome, which I had confused... The other two hair raisers of dead people just well, in you, the streets you left of Rome. out some very uh, necessary we saw, detail. We on... saw the cast of dead people. We actually did see when you get bones. a text that says, "Hey, that game stunk," and oh by the way, I saw dead people, and then not hear back from the guy for four days. Yeah, there's a lot of questions. We got those taken care of now. It was in Pompeii. It was a cast of dead people after Mount Vesuvius came down. All very interesting. Well, we're looking forward to seeing the pictures. We haven't uh, haven't seen the slide okay. deck out there. We'll, we'll we'll get some pictures out. But no, it was a good trip. Glad I'm back though, and uh, glad we are continuing the podcast. So, for those of you who missed it, I think I put on Twitter for all eight people who knew that I was going to be gone, and that was part of the technical difficulties. Uh, we're back. I'm going to be well, better than ever. If you're going to do a podcast, don't have laptops. Owned by your company or the government. Because <laughs> <laughs> it will not Call on Black Friday, purchase a two dollars or two hundred seventy nine dollar laptop and put Audacity <laughs> on it, and you'll be able to do a podcast. But once again, we're back. We're back, baby, and time for the playoffs. Just in time, and basketball. And we've had a lot of practice with stalling right here because it'd be great to announce the winner of this basketball game. But obviously, they've called the timeout. Yeah, we got it, sixteen seconds 16. to go. Yeah, that's. A, I mean, that's what we've been trying Honestly, to do. Honestly, I'm so sick of this phones. people's company so far. I want this to be over. But <laughs> I want to announce that they beat Notre Dame. Yeah, I mean, Eric is leaving us here pretty quick. I have to, you know. Well, I mean, we got Iowa Nebraska on here pretty quick as well. So we need the SDSU game to get over and then go watch Iowa Nebraska. Maybe it takes time for information. Well, ten seconds. I'm sure we're calling another timeout. I think we. I think we'll win. 
Oh god, here we go. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> There's the crappy call. We're going to leave we're going to leave you with I think we'll win by the worst projection oh, person god. ever. We'll see you Saturday. We'll see you on Saturday of next week. Next we will week. We, we'll, we will have another podcast next next week. We don't know what we'll talk about. We'll figure something out. We'll get some playoffs. <laughs> Before playoffs, playoff preview. It's going to be 30 minutes of yelling if this doesn't come true though. <laughs> yep. So with that, go big. Go Blue. Go Jax. We'll see you guys. We'll talk to you guys next week.